Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see the Boutique on Central in downtown Laurel for the best deals in women's fine clothing. Let us complete your one-of-a-kind look at the Boutique on Central at 531 Central Avenue in downtown Laurel. Good morning, good Monday morning before the sun has even come up. I'm sure you guys are still on cloud nine because you should be. Welcome into the Rebel Report, the national championship edition of the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. I'm so glad that you guys are with me as always. And yes, that is the conversation today. As you can imagine, Ole Miss has won the national championship. Um, I was so hilariously wrong about this baseball team back in April. What a run. What an unbelievable run. Um, But as I talk about here in a second, a validating one, a validating run, a program validating run. So we'll talk about that. The reaction to Ole Miss winning the national championship right here on the podcast. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Follow on Twitter uh, or Facebook or YouTube. Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, search that, you'll find me. Also, subscribe to this podcast if you have not already. If you're listening in browser, uh, hop on over to your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, and subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app. In this podcast, and all of the Rebel Reports are brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger. Uh-oh. Just across from Kroger on University Avenue. Uh, right there in Oxford. It's the best place in this state to get your meat. So if you're cooking with meat, if you're going to be celebrating, you got to start at LB's, right? That's the place. It, if you're cooking with meat or if you want them to do the cooking for you, get one of their lunch specials. Those are Monday through Friday. But the best selection of meat in the state, really good people. They're big supporters of Ole Miss sports, especially baseball. And they're there for you every day of the week also, uh, Monday through Friday. Lunch specials, but they are open on weekends as well. So if you want to be cooking with me, LB's just across from Kroger and University Avenue, tell Greg and the good people there that I sent you. The podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for office technology, if you're located anywhere in this state and you're in the market for office technology, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. ABSMS.com, again, is the website. If you tell them I sent you, you get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is. They'll come out and assess it and give you a quote absolutely free to you. ABSMS.com. All right, here it is now. Here's the 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 post-game instant reaction, whatever you want to call it, from Old Miss beating Oklahoma to win the national championship. Here that is right now. Thank you guys for listening. And uh Let's talk national champion. How's it going, everybody? I hope you had an eventful weekend. I've got a thunderstorm going on in the back. I mean, you know, it was the NBA draft. Did anything special happen? I don't know. I've got to figure out what we're going to be talking about here. I'm so lame. I'm sorry. Welcome in national championship reaction show. Boy, that is not something I'd be able to say to you guys. And we're going to talk about that in more My name is Michael Borky. I'm so glad that you guys are with me on this Sunday night. I hope that you have come down from your high a little bit just to watch me. I I gave the buffer, as we talked about yesterday, I gave the buffer uh, the time. I didn't go live right after this because I wanted you guys to just enjoy uh, winning instead of watching me blabber on for a half hour or whatever. I wanted you guys to enjoy and appreciate winning the national championship 
And so we're live now. So if you've come down a little bit, let's talk about it. Even if you haven't, whatever, come on in. I'm just glad that you guys are with me. Give me one second. I will share this and then we'll get started. For those of you that are already here, I appreciate you. And I'm really glad that you guys uh, are watching and have the notifications and all that good stuff. I appreciate you very much. This will not end with baseball season. I will go back to my regular schedule doing these two days a week. And then when football season comes, it will be more frequent than that. These live streams are a lot of fun for me. I appreciate them. Excuse me. I appreciate you making them fun for me. Just this little extra content for uh, for sports talk and, and super talk. And I appreciate you guys. So this won't end with baseball. So stick with me. Subscribe if you haven't already to the channel. Stick with me because I will do this for the rest of the summer, a lot during football, and so on. But I'll share this and we'll get started. I know that here, sorry, join in here. Um, I know that you're not supposed to insert yourself into stories. That is a very bad thing that really talented writers do um, because it's not about me. I didn't win anything today. I didn't do anything at all. I just watched like all of you guys did. Uh, but I'm going to start with a uh, a me thing because when I moved here 12 years ago now, it was the f- Fall of 2010 is uh, when I moved into my dorm. Fall of 2010, a long time ago. Um, Whether it was my natural cynicism, which, you know, has (laughs) has got me in trouble sometimes. But also, I think it does allow me to to do my job pretty well. But I, I don't know if it was my natural cynicism or understanding history or what. But truthfully... In the major sports, I never thought that I would see this day at Ole Miss. For whatever reason, I didn't think that this was going to happen ever. And I was even telling my wife uh, that today. uh, You know, she's she's much more optimistic than I am. And I was like, you know, I never thought I'd see this day. And and her question is, why not? And my answer is, I don't know. I, I don't know why I never thought I'd see this day, especially with baseball. Because Mike Bianco, for for all the faults that are now totally invalid, um, very good, talented, high-level baseball program. But for whatever reason, I didn't think that this was ever going to happen. I I never thought that we would see a day where I could sit here and talk to you guys about Ole Miss winning a national championship. I didn't think that this day would come. Never thought... Uh, that I would see this day. And yet here I am on a Sunday night towards the end of June talking to you about Ole Miss winning a national championship. And the least likely of Mike Bianco's teams happened to be the one that won a national championship. But I've been thinking about this really since the game ended. Um, And this is a classic overthink on my part. It's a classic overthink on my part. But I have seen and heard people use the phrase like Cinderella story or or underdogs and stuff like that. And they were. Look, they were a three seed. They barely slipped into the tournament. Some people argued that they shouldn't have gotten in, that it should have been NC State instead of Ole Miss. And, you know, last team in, last team alive. Uh, Imagine that. Uh, But 
when, when people like talk about how it's a Cinderella story run, um, as weird as this is to say, I think that invalidates the program in some cases. Coastal Carolina, for example, won the national championship on a Cinderella run. That They, generally speaking, don't really belong where they were, and they've proven that with only making the tournament once since they won it in 2016. That was a Cinderella story. When you call this team a Cinderella, I think that takes away from the program itself and the team itself. Because, yes, they were very bad for a, a large portion of the season. Yes, they were 7-14 and 14 in league play. They were. Their RPI was in the 60s. People were talking about a possible change in the program. But you can't tell me that a Mike Bianco-coached Ole Miss baseball team is a Cinderella by winning the national championship. You can't tell me that a team with Tim Elko and Kevin Graham and Gonzalez and even Calvin Harris and TJ McCants and and these pitchers that have come on, you you can't tell me a team with this talent is a quote-unquote Cinderella. They've always belonged here. They spent most of the season not looking like they belonged here, but they've always belonged here. What today in my eyes was was not a an underdog story or a Cinderella story. Today, in this run, in my opinion, is validation for what you already knew you were. This isn't a Cinderella story, what, Carl Spackler coming out of nowhere, former greenskeeper. This isn't that. This is a program that has been on the cusp so many times. This is a program that has had big leaguers, that has had really, really talented teams on an annual basis, that recruits at a really high level, that belonged here. And so, yes, again, that's a classic overthink on my part. When people use those phrases, um, I I disagree with the use of them. This isn't a Cinderella story. This is validation. And it happened to come in the season where they played pretty bad baseball for a lot of it. But this group, these players, they always had this in them. This wasn't unexpected. They didn't have to play out of their capability. They just had to play to their capability. And when they finally started doing that, this was the end result. So I know that splitting hairs or whatever, that's me getting into my own head and thinking, but this isn't an underdog rising up story to me. This is program validation. This is validation for Mike Bianco, who has shut up a, a lot of a lot of people who who have been critical of the lack of postseason success. My hand is up. If you're listening in podcast form, my hand is way up. It has invalidated those. The critics are completely invalidated now, and this was validation for a program that has belonged for quite some time but was missing that one thing, and now they have it. That's what today was to me. It was solidifying the status of one of the nation's best baseball programs. They've always had this in them. They just hadn't gotten there. Today, Ole Miss baseball, Mike Bianco are validated. That's what today was, for whatever that's worth. I'll get to your messages now. I've got a few more thoughts on the game and and stuff like that, but I'll get to your thoughts now because that's what I want to do this for. I want to interact with you guys. Justin says, LFG. It's all a bunch of those today. 
I never thought I would live to see the day Ole Miss would win a natty in a big three sport. It honestly has not sunk in yet. Uh, It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. And the thing about championships, right, that'll be on your outfield wall forever. You'll remember Dylan DeLucia forever. Um, Jacob Gonzalez today. Uh, Jacob Gonzalez today. He had been awful, awful in Omaha. Awful. Let's just be honest about it. He had been awful in Omaha. And then today, the most important day of the season, and I assume of his baseball career so far, and look at what he did when it mattered most. It's TJ McCants getting the hit, and then a beautifully called uh, hit and run to get McCants to third, and Bench obviously got the base hit to single and, and put that pressure on Oklahoma, and Oklahoma folded. It was Dylan DeLucia being unbelievable. It was Jack Doherty, this guy that largely a bullpen guy comes in and is perfect for five innings in the national championship series. It's everybody. Peyton Chatagnier was great, especially in Coral Gables, but he had three hits yesterday. Um, that All of that that happened will always be there forever. No matter what happens after this, you will always have this. I still talk to, to my South Carolina friends about their World Series championships in 2011, 2010. It was 10 years ago. They still remember that day. You'll never forget this. So it doesn't have to sink in yet. It will eventually, and it's not going to go anywhere. Rebel Dude, just with a all caps H-Y-D-R. Love it. Chris says, I was driving through a monsoon and nearly wrecked twice. Well, I'm glad you didn't, and I'm glad you're here. Glad you didn't. Glad you're here. Uh, Tyler, just big hotty toddy. Kobe Walker says they both pitched really good. Yeah, they did. Kate Horton was great today for Oklahoma. He was great. He has a, he has overpowering stuff. Uh, he was great today. That curveball, as KP was pointing out, he tried to throw it a couple of times early and, and went away from it. He needs to develop that uh, a little bit. Is the Florida transfer a good one? Yes, very much so. Uh, He'll probably start on weekends next year. Probably start on weekends next year. Tyler's asking him about that crowd in Omaha. That was unbelievable, guys. Uh, For those of you that went, that that was it. I mean, it sounded like an Ole Miss home game, but even, even more than that. And yesterday, they had a natural sound mic, like in front of the Oklahoma section. So Oklahoma sounded louder on TV than Ole Miss, but I, I talked to a couple people that were there, and they were like, no, it's it's 95-5 Ole Miss fans. It's absolutely nuts in there. And again, I say again, powder blue and red is the right color combination for Ole Miss. It just looks so good. It looks so good on TV compared to navy and red, I'm telling you. But the crowd was amazing, and, and that's – that's Mississippi college baseball because State did the same thing last year. I mean, Oklahoma, how close is Oklahoma to Omaha compared to Oxford and the the higher populated uh, areas of this state? You know, not everybody drove from Oxford. You know, the 20,000 Ole Miss fans that were there, that's not all Oxford. It's people from Jackson, the coast, Nashville. People flew in from Atlanta, Dallas, Charlotte. Um, it's different here. And it, it there's proof that, that it's different here. Colorado 2000 says, I was there last night. It was a complete zoo. The only analogy I could come up with is it felt like an SEC football game. That's uh, that's what it sounded like. That is uh, that is what it sounded like. Harvey, great to see you. Great to see you. Hope you feel better. 
that that was a gnarly uh, brace you had on. Hope you feel better. Brown Yeti says, so if I bet Southern Miss to win 23, now what odds would I get? <laughs> might as well. They, they might as well win it too, right? Yeah, Ole Miss and State going back to – or State and Ole Miss going back to back is really, really, really freaking cool. Um, yeah, I, I say this to you guys often, and I know you Ole Miss fans don't care about this today, but um, I, I was happy that that happened last year. Uh, there, there's actually that video of a much smaller – uh, viewed and listened to stream that day of uh, of me holding James and he's ringing a cowbell. Uh, it's great for 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 me and what I want to do and, and and my my real job. You know the one that pays the bills at Super Talk. Uh, these last two years have been phenomenal uh, for us because this time of year for radio stations all over uh, the country, even in the South, it's like. Let's talk football and spring football and oh, who's going to be the Heisman contending quarterbacks this year. And it's only May. When does the season start? Because we're out of content, not us. Uh, this is great for us. So Greg with the big old hottie toddy. Robert says, hell yeah, damn right, buddy. Absolutely. How about them rebels? Um, no, I won't. I'm not going to get James any, any gear, but. Joey says some statues better be built in Oxford uh, after it is uh, Mike Bianco Stadium at Swayze Field. Uh, that uh, should come first, in my opinion. And maybe you don't do that until he retires. But yeah, that's what it should be. Because, you know, there's no naming rights sold. It's Oxford University Stadium, right? Scrap that. Mike Bianco Stadium at Swayze Field. Then you put Tim Elko somewhere. And then, you know what they honestly should do? Is they should, in one part of the stadium, make like a little, not Hall of Fame, that's not the right word, but like a shrine to to this year because it's not just one player. You, you, You cannot tell the story of this run with just Tim Elko. As great as he is and as great of a story as he is, um, there's more that happened here. Now, if you want to argue that Tim Elko needs his own statue for beyond this run, I, I'm sure. Yes, build it. Build it. Absolutely. But the stadium needs more. It needs to tell the story of what Dylan DeLucia was on Thursday. It, it needs to include what Jack Doherty was yesterday. It needs to include Jacob Gonzalez. It needs to include TJ McCants, a guy that really lost his spot there for a while. Um and of course, dealing with what he's dealt with off the field and in coming in in the clutch, it needs to tell these stories, all of them. It needs to tell the Hunter Elliott story in the Super Regional against Southern Miss. And I mean, he was very good, very, very good uh, again today. It, the, there's so much that happened for this to be the end result that you can't just build a statue. It's got to be more than that. But I agree with you. I agree with you. Can we get a statue of Mike Bianco and Tim Elko hugging, Memphis Rebel says. Build the statue, William says. Let's go. The fans in Omaha, Cole Reb 2000 says, made a difference last night and today. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma's, what was it, their first baseman that said they, they like being outnumbered. It, here's where he slipped up. His quotes are fine. It's no big deal. I, I did the same thing with, with Hunter Elliott's quotes about um, – 
the woo pigs and how Arkansas media tried to spin that and make him look bad. And he, it was totally fine. It was perfectly fine. Uh, what the Oklahoma player said w- was also fine, right? Like he, but don't compare what the, the crowds were in Omaha to the Virginia tech super regional. Cause <laughs> buddy, they're not anywhere close to the same thing. So when you say, yeah, we played in Blacksburg and we played in Gainesville. So crowds mean nothing to us. It's like, I respect that mentality. Like, I appreciate that. But, buddy, uh, 2,500 versus 20,500 is a little bit of a different story. Memphis Rebel says, oh, come on. Grand Canyon had a worse resume than both NC State and Ole Miss. Yeah, see, yeah, whatever. I Look, Ole, Ole Miss's selection was fine. It was fine. Although we did get some uh, conspiracy theorists that uh, texted into our radio show saying that that was uh, John Cohen trying to save Mike Bianco's job. Well, success. That that, that worked. They saved his job. But, uh, yeah. See, Jason, you, you get what I'm – you're smelling what I'm stepping in here. He says it's not a Cinderella run that Ole Miss was always supposed to be there. Probably should have been there last year without the injuries. Ditto this year. Sid says, call a Cinderella, sleepier the beast. We're the freaking national champions. Yeah, good point. See, I was just overthinking that. But I think you guys get my uh, – I think you guys get my point um, with that. It's, it, it's program validation. Th- this isn't Coastal Carolina. This isn't Fresno State. This is a program that has supposed to have been here and, and belonged in this situation, and they proved it today. Dwight Schrute says, can we please get an Ole Miss's national champion every day on the show? Hey, Dad deserves it. Uh, I'll be honest, it won't come from me. It, uh, it will not come from me. So uh, it'll be up to you guys on the text line, basically, to do that every day because that, that, that's not going to be me. Wesley says, getting news that the Ole Miss Rebels are 2022 NCAA Baseball National Champions. Can you confirm? Uh, Let me pull it up here. Let's see. Uh, What's the website? OleMissSports.com. Let's see. Um, Taking a second to load. Oh, yeah, there it is. Look, I didn't. Yeah. 2022 Baseball National Champions. Here, I'll I'll share it for you in case you guys haven't seen this. Um. Yeah, there it is. In, in case, you know, in case you guys missed it today. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, my man, Rebs are still hot. Yeah, they are, Colby. Yeah, they are. I, um, boy, was I, I, I said this on Twitter. I was hilariously wrong about this baseball team. My gosh, I, th- I thought they were done. I thought they were just done in Fayetteville. I thought it was over. I thought they were done. Joke's on me. Joke is absolutely on me. Memphis Rebel says, I doubt this will be the last in his career, assuming he stays at least 10 more years. I expect him to to stay that long. I mean, he's 54 years old. (laughs) He is not by any stretch. Ole Miss hired him young. Uh, He's got a lot of baseball and a lot of life left in him. Um, and aren't they supposed to redo the 11.7 scholarship limitations? Not redo them, remove them completely. Uh, we talked about this uh, on radio. I don't know if I talked about it with you guys much uh, when that came about, but um, think about what just happened in this state in general, too. I mean, it's a broader conversation, but 
Mississippi State won the national championship last year. Ole Miss won the national championship this year. And they are playing against teams that are able to offer more scholarships than them. Now imagine what it'll look like when the playing field is level, when every player gets a scholarship, where scholarship money is not a factor, and you're one of very few schools in the country where you will get NIL dollars because baseball players at Ole Miss will, and Mississippi State, will get NIL dollars because baseball matters here. It'll be hard to argue. I mean, LSU obviously is getting in the baseball NIL game. That'll be tough to compete with. Uh, But there's going to be, what, five to ten baseball programs in America that will have real NIL money in baseball? And Ole Miss and Mississippi State will be one of them? It's a game changer. And you're already on top of the baseball world. And it's a game changer. Alan says, oh, I lost you. Let me find you again. There we go. Alan says, my late father and I used to listen to many games on the radio together. It was one of our favorite things. I can't help but think he's smiling down. That's Man, that's so cool. Uh, Alan, if you uh, if you watched the game today, didn't listen to the game today, and you want to feel some more things, uh, find that David Kellum radio call. It's It's been posted everywhere. You, you won't struggle to find it. And hear him call the final out, and that'll that'll get you going. I saw where Gonzalez changed the way he threw Thursday, yesterday, and today. Well, he also wasn't he didn't bail out of the plate today as well. Um, he looked like he was supposed to look today. Daniel's asking, do I think that McCants Harris play on center field was going to end in a horrible collision? I thought so. Oh man, oh man, that was a really nice play for McCants too. Really nice play for McCants. Um, he, that, that kid deserves, uh, w- w- all the success that he's had lately deserves every bit of it, every bit of it. Paul says, way to go. Ole Miss congrats. Woo pig suey. Y- your guys are going to get one. Eventually it- it's going to happen. It, it will. Uh, Van Horn's too good of a coach for that not to happen. Bill says, don't know. I've ever seen a change of fortunes after that interference call. Oh, buddy, you're not kidding. Um, Ole Miss caught a break. Uh, th- they were kind of unraveling a little bit in that spot, and they caught a break. And um, the rule book bailed them out. Uh, I had some people on Twitter trying to tell me that the call was wrong or that it should not have been called in that moment. Look, I- I'm all for uh, officials and stuff staying out of games. And by the way, credit to Mike Bianco for asking for that review. Great decision on his part for asking for that review right there. Great decision on on Mike Bianco's part there to ask for that review. Um, Because he was right. And the call was right. Look, the last few steps he took, he was on the the infield grass, okay? He wasn't on the line. He was inside of the line. It, It was a bad throw. Ole Miss was probably going to not get him out there anyway. But when you're running in the grass and and the ball hits you or, or you're in the way of the first baseman and you are inside of the base path, you're going to get called out on interference. That is the rule. Can you argue the rule's bad? Sure, absolutely you can. Can you argue that they need that second base like like Little League? Sure, you can argue that as well. But that's not what currently exists. And by what currently exists – that was the appropriate call. It screwed Oklahoma. It saved Ole Miss. 
They, they got bailed out by the rule book there. But it was the right call. It's inarguable. You, you can't argue it. It was the right call. You can argue it's a bad rule, but the rule was applied correctly. And then Gonzalez steps up and hits a home run. I thought Ole Miss won the game in that moment right there. Turns out they had to to fight that. Can you get Cade to transfer to Ole Miss? Buddy, he is uh, he is off to the majors. Does Ole Miss retire Tim Elko's number? That's a good question. Um, have, they, have they retired a baseball number? I, I can't remember. I don't think they have. But it would be perfectly within reason to never let anybody wear 25 again. I, I would absolutely, I would do that. Who do I think will get drafted from Ole Miss? Um, well, Graham's gone. Elko's gone. Gonzalez is gone. Bench is gone, right? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Dylan DeLucia's gone. There's probably more that I'm I'm missing. Dunhurst is probably gone. Is gone. I guess he might come back, but he'll at least be in the draft and somebody will pick him. It's just going to depend on money for him. Larry says, as a Cubs fan and a Rebel fan, my baseball fandom is now complete. That's uh, pretty awesome. Chris, happy birthday. Says, no better way to celebrate my 50th birthday weekend. That's awesome, man. That is uh, that is awesome. What about them Rebels? Is this catapult Kiffin's football program this fall? I bet it does. Uh, unfortunately, Charlie, I disagree with you. I don't think that there's anything that can happen on a baseball field that helps with football momentum. But luckily, the football program's in, in such a place that it you know didn't really need a boost. But this is a great thing. It's great for the school and, and the fan base and all that. But no, nah, this, this won't help uh, football any. By the way, like and share. Yes, like and share. I appreciate you. Again, this is not just baseball. Now, I'll do this with you guys a couple nights a week, and then football season a lot more. Tyler says Mississippi baseball is just different. No doubt. We get a friendly from Mississippi State fan. Congrats to the Rebs. Proud of you. That's pretty cool, man. See? I love that stuff. Back-to-back is ridiculous, Jason says. Hope some national outlet makes a big, big deal out of it. This should not be possible, all things considered. It should not be, but uh, it is. I mean, the last time this happened was Texas Rice, 2002-2003, right? Will this be a 30-for-30 itself, or will there be one about the state going back-to-back? Well, Mississippi State got one on their own that aired, was it last week? Uh, From last year's run, the SEC Network made it, so maybe not a 30-for-30, but the SEC Network will do something for this team on its own. Absolutely, they will. They will. If they did it for State's run last year, they'll do it for this one. A three-seed, last team in, getting in, all that stuff, they'll do it. Brownie says, back-to-back validates everything about Mississippi baseball. Both U's had the pedigree, but no championships. Not anymore. Yep. By the way, Gulf Coast made it in over NC State. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they're... Yeah. 
Chetney's defense was fantastic. That little glove flip early in the game, that was that was classy right there. That yeah, that was classy. William says, I'd love to say I told you so this time, Borky. I told you the Rebels were going all the way. Absolutely. If it's meant to be, it will be. That's all you can say, Charlie says. William says, if not for COVID in 2020, could State of Mississippi be celebrating a three-peat? That 2020 year, you just, what if, right? Tyler says, how about Gonzalez today? He was the hero today. He was the hero today after being, again, after being awful in Omaha. And he was the the hero today. And yeah, when the scholarship thing changes, both schools in this state are going to get even better. Southern Miss, if they're financially capable of offering full scholarships, will as uh, as well. Did I catch the Oklahoma coach complaining about their reviewed interference call in the postgame? If computers are going to be calling baseball, I'd rather go fishing or something to that effect. I didn't see that. I, uh, I did not see that. Um, have your player run outside of the baseline. You know, that's the rule, coach. It's always been the rule. They benefited from a review yesterday. No, Arkansas did. No, that was a stupid thing to say. Um, yeah, look, I get it, though. I get it. You just you you just lost a national championship. Um, so I understand why he would say something like that and why he was upset when you lose a national championship and. and and not really a controversial call, but a call that, you know, didn't go your way, that cost your team a run and a huge momentum swing. I get why he'd say something like that. Charlie says, rules are rules, and we benefited from it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Stan says, I'm glad we didn't win only because of the interference call. Who knows how it would have ended up, but glad we finally got the bats going. Uh, they got the bats going, and just like yesterday, I talked about this yesterday with you guys. Early, Oklahoma looked uncomfortable. You guys remember that? Early in yesterday's game, Ole Miss was able to jump out to a, uh, what was it, 4 nothing lead? But it was because Oklahoma made a couple of early mistakes. And we talked about it where I said they looked shook. Like one team yesterday was more prepared for that moment than the other. And today, you saw something similar. Oklahoma unraveled a little bit late. Ole Miss made the plays. Oklahoma could not. After that funky inning, one team responded to that with a home run and everything that followed. And one team responded with mistakes that led to runs that led to losing the game. Gonzo has one more year. They were saying he could be a first pick next year. It Some guys might just go. You know, some people are kind of done with college. But in his case, he's uh, he has to come back. Number 11's retired. Uh, Kessinger. Okay, so there's precedent for that. Then it needs to happen. It needs to happen soon. Does Southern win it next year? No, no, they they won't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to 
to pour cold water on that, but I, I, I don't think they will. Um, do I think the RPI rule will be changed? It's very possible the Arkansas State game could have cost Ole Miss this moment. So apparently what they're going to start with is uh, they will remove your lowest RPI game from the formula is what they're going to start with. So let's say you play Alcorn, and their RPI is 267. They won't count that game towards your formula, and that will apply with every everybody across the board. Your worst RPI game will not count. And so that that could solve the, the cancellation issue. But you're right. I mean, if, if they play that game, God forbid they lose. Are we having this conversation today? And yes, thank you. Thank you. It, they, they did benefit today with the hit by pitch. Um, I understand why they didn't overturn that. Although them confirming that I thought was odd. They, they said call confirmed and they should not have confirmed that call because he did stick his knee out. He absolutely leaned into the pitch. I would have been fine with them saying, you know, call stands. Fine, sure. I'm, I'm okay with that. But confirming that when he clearly stuck his knee out and got hit by the ball because he stuck his knee out, that was odd. And Oklahoma directly benefited from that. So if you're gonna if you're gonna whine about technology ruining baseball, then you should also whine about technology helping your team in baseball. But yeah, I saw him after the game as well. It was a pretty cool moment on TV. He was like, I just I want to go kiss my wife and hug my kids. Yeah, that's pretty cool. To be thinking about that in that moment. And then, you know, the uh, Chris Budden asked him about, you know, what it means for him. And he's like, ah, it's not about me. It's about them. I'll have another team next year. That That is cool perspective from a guy that uh, has done a lot and had come up short and frustratingly so to where he finally gets that thing that everybody said wasn't going to happen. To to not even think about himself showed uh, a lot of character in that moment. Uh, a lot of character. That was pretty cool. I was wrong about Ole Miss not winning. Yeah. Hey, I picked them to win the regional. I picked them to win the super regional. And I picked them to win this series. So I think all the crap I said during the season is now reversed. Because when they went to gain or, or Coral Gables, I picked them to win it. And after they won it, I picked them to win the Super Regional. And then when they got here, I picked them to win, but in three games, but still. So every bad thing I said about them is canceled out now because I picked them to win all these games. And they did. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. What if you've lost your worst RPI game? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, Kobe, I think state next year, uh, depending on who they get in the portal, uh, that that is really going to be key. But just more thunder. Uh, I expect a Chris Limonis coach baseball team to be right back at it, uh, right back to in the tournament and being competitive again. Uh, that's what I expect. But anyway, so have you guys seen? I don't know. Have you seen where the uh, or when the championship parade will be? 
Have, have they announced that yet? I would like to know because last year we did our show from the championship parade. The plan is for us to do that again. Uh, but I would like to know when that is. Got to make plans. So for whatever that's worth. Here's the uh, the front page tomorrow. Actually, no, I'm not going to show that to you. Mike says, hotty toddy from Omaha. Mike, what are you doing watching me? What are you doing? Go celebrate. Get, go go get a glass of whiskey and a steak. What are you doing, man? Glad you're here. So it's Wednesday. Do you guys know what time? 5.15. Okay. 5.15 on Wednesday. That's uh, That's good to know. That's good to know. 5.15 on Wednesday. Got to send a couple of texts. Cooling off in hotel. Yeah, well, well, I, I hope that you've gotten some celebrating in between end of game and now, that's for sure. If April May happens differently, we probably aren't here today. Hell, if, if they beat Missouri two of three and not sweep, we're probably not having this conversation today. I mean, seriously, the, the margin was that razor thin. The margin was that razor thin. Delucia winning, uh, yeah, absolutely. He, he deserved that. He was the best player, uh, by far the best player uh, in the tournament. And it was just unhittable. Here watching from Omaha, too. What are you guys doing? Go out and celebrate. You, what, what are you watching me for? I, anyway. Anyway, thank you, though. Thank you for uh, for watching. I appreciate you, even though I think you're crazy. William says, sadly, it just hit me. Now we have nothing to talk about until football starts. Well, football. We got football to talk about until football starts. I mean, shoot, man. This time next month, we'll be through SEC media days. Through it. This time next month. So don't worry about that. Gonzo's 20. What's the MLB draft eligible age in college? I Honestly, I don't know. That's embarrassing that I don't know. I don't know. Um, Gary says, this is a dream. Buddy, it's not. It's not a dream. Bill says, Heard that Bianco needs to have parade quick because he needs to be with the Team USA on Thursday. That makes sense. And I figured all these guys have um, assignments, you know, summer league. A couple of them are playing for Team USA. Gonzalez has another year, so he's not draft eligible yet. He's playing for Team USA, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I, that's what I was thinking earlier. I was even talking to my wife about it because I, I may or may not have to just depends, I guess, uh, be at the parade. Um, anyway, uh, I figured they had places to go, you know, so when the season ends, they got to get out quickly because, hell, they got to be back in school in two months, you know. What about Ben Mintz taking over Omaha? Yeah, he's Ben Mintz is a good guy, really good guy. Um, he's very authentic. I'll tell you that from, from knowing him personally, uh, what you see is what you get. 
He's, uh, he's, he's goofy. And I mean that in the best way possible. Very, very authentic dude. So. Do I think Bianco has any AD job in his career? I've thought about that. Um, but he's just got so much coaching left in him. Unless he doesn't want the grind of being a coach anymore. But, hell, I mean, he's he can coach at Ole Miss forever. Uh, his contract will be, what, after this, you know, $1.5, $1. $1.6 $1.6 and you only have to worry about one program? I haven't understood the coach – getting out of coaching to, to AD thing. Um, I respect the guys that are willing to do it, but it, it just feels like it's such a high-stress job that isn't about just coaching and kids. It's about math and kissing boosters, you know what, and a lot, of, a lot more travel, and I don't know. He's got a lot of coaching left in him, though. All right, Mike, go enjoy yourself, man. Go enjoy yourself. You deserve it. You uh, you deserve it. You never wavered like a lot of people on this team. You never did. So uh, that's cool. Who is Hindu on the Ole Miss radio broadcast? Brad Henderson is uh, his name. He played at Ole Miss and um, is the all-time hits leader at, uh, at the school. Uh, Brad Henderson. Yeah, all-time hits leader at Ole Miss. He's really good on the radio. Uh, but you say he was choking up in the postgame. Kellum sounded like he was going to right at the end. I believe it. David Kellum's been calling Ole, Ole Miss sports on the radio for how long? Um, there was probably doubt in his mind that he'd ever see this day. It put, that's the thing about stuff like this. Because all, uh, all of you have those stories of how you became a fan or how long you've been a fan. And not just, hey, I remember going to this game and seeing this play. It's, I remember going to this game with my dad or with my son or with my wife or with my daughter or with this friend. And I. it's not just like you go to games because you like the games. It's you go to games because... Uh, of what they do for you uh, emotionally, you know? You guys see that lightning? You saw that, right? That was pretty cool. Um, but but that's why you do this. And so for so many people, when a championship is won at a place where they don't really happen that often, like it's different at Alabama, forget those people. It's different if you're a New England Patriots fan, right? But when this has never happened to you before, it's it's not just, you know, we won a championship. It's, you know, I got to call my dad after, or I feel like my dad was up there listening to those kind of things. And so for all those people, like I, 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 I thought about David Kellum when I heard his final call today. I thought that's really cool for that guy because he has put in decades of work, 40 years of work. More than that, over 40 years of work into Ole Miss baseball. And I'm sure there were times where he never thought he'd see this day. And so after he got to call that final out, his mind probably went to all of the stuff that has nothing to do with the actual baseball. His wife, his kids, those kind of things. 
and that's why you see or that's why the emotions come out of you guys is because of all that it has nothing to do with actual baseball and it's beautiful and that's why i love sports so much that's, that's why i'm so romantic about them and why it's why I, you know it's the only thing that that i can do with my life you know because of stuff like that because it just means so much more sec catchphrase it just means so much more than just a hobby it's not a hobby and that what kevin kisner says ain't no hobby yeah Oh, Keith Carter was, yeah, that was he was definitely on the field after the game. Yeah, very happy guy. Memphis Trouble says, unless he has a three, five straight losing seasons, I think this sets the groundwork for Ole Miss to pick who they want as head coach when he's gone. Absolutely. And he won't have, you know, as long as he's coaching their losing seasons, they're just not going to happen. It's going to be steady and stable no matter what happens after this. I can guarantee you it's going to be that. That boy, Mike. See, you were a believer. The whole time. You never wavered. Pressure is now on Kermit. You're not kidding. You're not kidding. Almost Baseball Radio Broadcast is fantastic, Bill says. No doubt. The Pirate came in here says, congrats to T-Sun. That's classy of you. That's classy of you. They definitely will, Rebel Dude. Rebel Dude says Ole Miss should have a tribute for David Kellum in the stadium when he uh, decides to retire. They will. Absolutely. Uh, Multiple times over. He deserves it. He's done a lot of good. The the best of what that school offers is David Kellum. For sure. Jason, you're right. All three of the radio teams are fantastic. Neil Price is great. John Cox is great. Neil Price hadn't been here for long, but he is exceptional at what he does. Exceptional. Mike, don't date yourself there. He says DK started calling Ole Miss baseball while he was still in high school. Who had the better crowd in Omaha State or Ole Miss? I mean, it seems pretty equal, right? Ole Miss had over 20,000 people there today. Uh, It'd be splitting hairs to say one was better than the other. They both completely took over the place. Pirates said they said on TV that both Mississippi schools had the best crowds ever in the new baseball stadium. I believe that wholeheartedly. wonder if Mike Clement will ever get a head coaching opportunity. I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. I'm sure he'll start getting calls now if he hadn't already. Because uh, he's very good at what he does. Very, very good at what he does. But, you know, back to the games... What did look at what Mike Bianco did with his pitchers? You know the one thing, the 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 one knock on the resume that I heard from a lot of people that I really couldn't get on board with was he needs to hire a true pitching coach. Well, why? I, I've never understood that one to begin with because he's always had great pitching and great pitchers, but. Who could have possibly done better than Mike Bianco and the way he managed his pitchers during this run? Pulled, I mean, the only thing that didn't work was Mason Nichols today. And that was a fine decision. That's not like a hindsight thing. It was a fine decision. It just didn't work. But he pushed every correct button, knew when to leave guys in, knew when to take them out, knew to start Doherty, uh, everything. Um going to mallets, using 
really limiting Brandon Johnson. And then today he just shut Oklahoma down. Everything Mike Bianco did on the mound, with the exception of game three in the Coral Gables Regional, Derek Diamond should not have seen a couple batters that he saw. Other than that, it's perfect. I mean, just an unbelievable job. It was a disaster. The rotation was a mess. Figured it out, pulled the right strings, and now, now they're here. It's an unbelievable job. Stan says, I was thrilled when we won and hollered, screamed, but didn't get choked up till I saw pictures of my 10-year-old son that got to go with a friend to Omaha to witness it. That's what I'm talking about. That right there is what I'm talking about. That's why I love it, man. There's a picture of me and my dad up there when I was a kid. You know, I can't hear, I can't watch college game day without thinking of my dad. I hope that show never gets canceled because that says a lot for me and we live too far away from each other now. That's the difference. Charlie says Omaha probably hopes the Mississippi schools will make it every year after how many jello shots Ole Miss bought. Yeah, it, the, the charity thing ruins this take for me, but that they were grift selling those shots until they decided to do a really, really cool thing and, and donate half the proceeds to local charities, and that was that was killer. But up until then, they were grift selling jello shots that they bought wholesale that they weren't even making themselves. This is interesting. Wonder if he wants Mike Clement wants to stay and try to get the old miss job. That is interesting. Thing is, like it won't be available for a decade plus, right? Coop DeVille, you're right. Oklahoma seemed not to be able to handle the pressure in these two games. Good luck to them in the SEC if they can't handle crowds. They got tight. They played tight these two games for all the criticism, justified criticism at times, of Ole Miss playing tight in key spots. It was Oklahoma that was tight in the National Championship Series, not Ole Miss. If you had to invest in a program for the next five to ten, would it be Ole Miss or State? Ask me in like a month. Because right now, I mean, the answer is Ole Miss because they just won a national championship and State finished dead last in the SEC. But that's just, you know, that's just now. Um, yeah, ask me in a month. I'll be able to give you a more nuanced answer than than that. So... Anything else you guys uh, you guys got on your mind before I hang it up? I've been going for about an hour now. Um, I think we about covered it all. Pitching unbelievable. Gonzalez was great today. McCants, again, coming up clutch. Beautiful hit and run call. Perfectly timed. Oklahoma folded. Ole Miss did not. Hunter Elliott, very, very good today. Things got weird for him late in his outing, but he was gave Ole Miss everything they possibly could have asked for. Johnson was electric, shutting them down late. Is there anything else that I miss in here before uh, we hang it up? And I'll talk to you guys. Um, not Wednesday. It just depends. It depends on what um, what the decision is Wednesday about the uh, the championship parade. But uh, if you guys don't hear from me Wednesday, it'll be Thursday. Next time you hear from me on here. But... Uh, Jaden Rashada, yeah, you know, sometimes 
sometimes this is why Ole Miss is so successful in the portal is because it fits their budget and one, it fits their budget. So they're able to to do what, what needs to be done in NIL to get portal kids. And it's more about football and immediate starting playing time and stuff. Like that's why, that's why Brown, for example, is at Ole Miss. That's why their starting left tackle is at Ole Miss. It's not who gave me the biggest payday. It's I need to elevate competition level. And that that's why they're at Ole Miss. So that's why it works there. But uh with guys like Rashada, it's it's gonna be hard for Ole Miss to to come up with that kind of money. And that's okay because they founded a niche strategy that has uh, that's worked for them. Um and they've already got a four star quarterback committed in Marcel Reed. So if he's your your fallback plan, you, you've done well. Coop says, thank you for doing these shows during baseball season. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Uh, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Uh, but they will pick up a lot more during football season. Um, and again, just like last year, the focus is all on state last year. The focus is on Ole Miss this year for obvious reasons. It's going to even out again once uh, once football comes around. Key to winning, Larry says, flame out of the SEC tournament. Yep. Don't make a deep run in Hoover. Don't make a deep run in Hoover. Don't do it. Is Haydad going to acknowledge the championship? He will, reluctantly. He uh, he will. How about Marucci giving Tommy White an NIL deal to go to LSU, and when he goes pro, should teams boycott Marucci? I didn't know that that was how that happened. I'll have to look into that. And Bianco is one of the only coaches to hit every single bullet point as a head coach. Everything before all of the discussions and criticisms and all that are now invalid. It's as simple as that. So I'm going to hang it up, guys. Thank you so much. I will see you either Wednesday night or Thursday night, just depending on what the week looks like. I will let you know. Don't forget to subscribe if you have not already. Please subscribe so you know when we're doing this. This is not just post-game baseball stuff. We'll we'll do this a lot more. Uh, So please come be a part. And I will see you guys on either Wednesday or Thursday. If you have the notification bells on, you won't miss it either way. I'll see you guys then. Thank you so much. Enjoy your national championship. You won't get tired of saying that for a while. Enjoy it. I'll see you guys this week. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.